This podcast was funded in part by the UK Arts Council. Welcome to In House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. Hello. Hi, TJ. How you at? How you doing, man? All right? Yeah, I'm fine, fine. My name's Will Hood, and this week's interview is with TJ, an in-house graduate who first went to jail at the age of 17 and at the age of 30 has served nearly 11 years. I hadn't met TJ before, but he has a huge amount of insight into the creative process and the power of music to change your life. Tell me about this track that we're listening to now. Um, the song's called Family Grandma. Um, when, I, when I wrote it, I was in prison in HMP Elmley in 2017, coming toward the end of my sentence, I think. Basically, I was in the segregation unit. And for anyone that don't know, in a seg, you just have a bed and sometimes a sink and a toilet. And then because I was there for so long, they gave me my pictures in it. They gave, they said it's a privilege to have your pictures in it, some of your property. And I got some paper. They didn't want to give me a pen. So the um, people that come around and give people like little talkings and whatever, they give you like colouring pencils and crayons and shit. So I had to write the lyrics in crayons and stuff. But basically, I was looking through the pictures, smiling, laughing, and I saw one of me counting money. And I was like very young and I was thinking, oh, that, that, those times was funny. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking through some old pictures and I'm finding it funny. I come across this one of me when I was counting up money. Honey, you don't want to know about the ish I was doing. That was in 2009 with the flow, I was so fluent. See another at a house party in Fort and Heath. I'm with Tubbs, Mars and a couple other real Gs. A couple girls I excel was a sigh of relief. As I reminisce my days when I was out in the street. Yeah, yeah. It's in the street will elevate. So explain to me how you met the in-house lot. How did they come onto your radar? Um, an officer told me about it because like, cause she knows I'm very interested in music. and that. I've always told her that I want to do music when I come out. So I want to go back to doing music. So she told me about the course. I applied for it. It was, uh, it was productive. I was putting um, a lot of my music like in, in the music rather than just having it on paper. So, so what difference did it make to your psychology of trying to get through serving a sentence in prison? You know, what difference yeah. did it make to your to your day, but also more importantly to your mind? Yeah, it, it, it made a big difference, like uh, a positive impact on my mind, because like obviously every day you're in a cell, um, you're basically doing the same thing. Just, I don't know, sitting there thinking about things or reading books, watching TV or working out or writing. Um, and most of the time I'm writing, I'm writing lyrics. So but I always think, oh, I want to make a song. Like, I don't want to just be writing lyrics. I'm looking at it, it's just lots of bags filled up with paper. So when I'm just, when I'm making a song, it, I feel like I'm doing something. I know when I when I touch road, eventually someone will hear the, uh, the journey that I've been through. You know what I mean? So... You mentioned that you'd always done music. Tell me what music you had been involved in before the in-house like, I was in grime. I used to do grime and stuff, but I never really took it serious when I was doing grime. It was more for fun. Like After school, me and my friends would go to Heat FM, and, uh, and that's where like most of the legends in the game now were, were or have come from. Okay. Tell me about Heat FM. It was just a place where everyone would go after school or in summertime or whenever. You know, I used to see a lot of people there, like, or everyone, everyone that's basically big now. So was he FM, was that a pirate? Yeah, yeah, that was a pirate radio. 
but it's, it's always in different locations and stuff it's mad <laughs> so i started going there when i was about 15. um 16 yeah i went jail when i was 17. is that the same sentence that you started when you were 17. no no that's that's a whole different sentence that's when i was young okay so how much time have you done collectively tj all together mm, nearly like 11 years 11 years yeah because i'm like 30 but when i was 17 i've done uh, two years and then i came out on bail and then i lost the case and i went back for another year a couple of years i've been clean for a few years after that and like four years later i went or a couple of years later i went in jail for like four years so what is it that you think that what were the contributing factors that made you keep going back into prison it was, I believe, um, it's a bunch of different things. But I, I believe it was, um, it boiled down to my mind state and my environment. The mind state, because where I was, I was in London, and everyone's mind state was, let's rob each other, let's get rich, let's take each other's girls. Like that's 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 that was the mind state when I was living in London. Um, so this is you in your late teens, early twenties. That that's the kind of life that was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested in whether you feel rehabilitated by that. Would there have been another way for you to to get your head round, you know, finding a different way to think about it, or or, or was it just inevitable that you at that age were going to be involved with those guys in that way? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I might have, I might have been dead actually, or in prison for a longer time. Because I was, I was on the streets doing silly things already. So I had to, I had different circle of friends. I'll have friends that does like, like bad things, like robberies and stuff. And then I'll have friends that do music. I just have different circle of friends. So I had to break away from the people that were always in the streets, um, doing badness, and go and go toward the people that more with doing music because it takes out my anger so I don't want to do anything but because I was going through stuff as well in my own life so I have to get rid of the anger and that was a way of ex expression for me doing music and going radio and all of that hey I pray five times a day so you keep my family well uh stop killing off my people and sending us to jail uh, this is my life on the page, told me an hour to write still uh, And I still got another Billy in me to be real uh. You're out now, you're involved with the in-house lot um, Obviously there's this whole lockdown, COVID-19 thing going on uh, which has yeah. put a pause on a lot of activities. But tell me about uh, what you're getting up to with in-house and what your ambitions are for the future with them. Um, I'm constantly in contact with Grace. That's like one of the, the original people within in-house. Um, but yeah, she she um, makes a lot of my beats and that. So she, I'll put an idea toward a, of a song, how I want to put it and whatever, and she'll structure the beat and send me a beat. And right now, I'm in the process of writing a lot of songs. Let's say that there's a 15-year-old now that hears one of your tunes. 
what would you want them to get from that? Um, right. I make a lot of different music, so I've got the. I've if I'm not trying to say I'm on Tupac's level, but I know my lyrics are, are great. So I've got a Tupac and a Machiavelli side. So I make I make drill music, and obviously not a lot of drill music is a lot of positive, a lot of positive things, but. But at the same time, I don't always just talk negative. I talk majority positive or how I've gone through things or what I've seen and explain the negative in a positive way. So when a 15-year-old listens to my song, I want them to take in the articulacy of what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. And I want them to know that it's not all about jumping on the, the wagon, if that makes sense, and joining what everyone else is doing to feel protected or respected, if that makes any sense. You need to be a leader and you need to do your thing, your own thing, have your own mind. My music is about togetherness and like getting through, getting through the struggle, you know what I mean? Do you remember a time when you were younger, when you were, so I guess we're going back to that kind of 15-year-old again, but was there a yeah. moment when music suddenly entered your life and you were like, Wow, I gotta have myself a piece of that. Like, yeah, like there was artists. Obviously, there's always the American artists that you see. Obviously, for me to be honest, it's like one of my boys from Tottenham. Like, I heard him on a on a um, radio station before. I, I don't think it was Heat FM. I think it was another one called Bossy FM or something. Um, but one of my friends, um, he's, I'm still in contact with him, and I'm a real person. So one of my brethren is called Scobin. Like Scob and Gizmo, innit? They they are in the the Afrobeat scene, innit? I love the flow, like the sound of the beat, the, the emphasis of the energy. It was mad. I just loved it, and I was like, yo. And then I would listen to them a few more times, and I was like, I would love to join that team. And then I ended up joining them anyway when I when I saw them at Heat FM. Scob and Gizmo, they kind of and sorry, boy, better know. Like JME, I love JME, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a Tottenham guy, so I can say this and not look like a fan. The future uh, for TJ and your music. What would be the best outcome over the next few months or years for you? If in-house and us just come together and make some greatness, do more things, more events, reach out to more people and get paid. Okay, it sounds so simple when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah, but obviously for me, I'm just going to continue writing, but, I, but now obviously I'm going to be releasing music, innit? So what's your what's your situation right now with the whole global lockdown? Are you um are you sharing a living space with somebody or are you on your own or what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live I live with my cousin right now, isn't it? Okay. And are you finding this to be a particularly fruitful creative time because you've got less distraction from the outside world or, or how does that work with you? Um what do you mean? Oh, what, the whole lockdown itself. Well, I'm I'm generally interested in this whole relationship between creativity and confinement. And a lot of the guys that I've spoken to have said that the yeah. one thing they had when they were in prison is that they had lots of time. 
And so not only were they able to be creative uh, in a way yeah. that they weren't before, yeah. but they um, they needed to be creative in order to get yeah. through that kind of non-space, right? What, what yeah. do you, what therapeutic. Do you, yeah, 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 therapeutic. But, but t- tell me what you think about that. You know, is um, what, what is the relationship, do you think, between creativity and confinement? Is there one? I was, I'm not going to lie. I was writing bare lyrics in prison. And when I came out here, because I wanted it more. So I still want it and I still, I'm still going to get it. But I, I, when I was in prison, it's just a whole different thing. It's like I watch, I used to watch a program and I still do sometimes called Dragon Ball Z, isn't it? I don't you know, know what, what that I, is. No, no. Tell me what that is. Uh, basically, it's a, it's a Japanese cartoon. It's so much to explain, but there's, there's a bunch of race called the Saiyans who go around who were supposed to be destroying the planet, but something happened and they're trying to save Earth now. They're the protectors of Earth. And there's a place called the Hyperbolical Time Chamber where you go in there and been a year in there is a day outside of that place, if that makes sense. Okay. All they're doing in, in that room is training for a whole year. And that's to go and battle someone to, to protect the Earth. So that's how I feel in it. Like when I'm in prison, I'm in the Hyperbolical Time Chamber and I've got no nothing to do but train my mind and my music and my lyrics. What do you really think the difference is between uh, someone in prison experiencing in-house and not experiencing in-house? The difference is, imagine if Yoda never had no interest in Luke. <laughs> That's how it would be. You, you wouldn't even know that you, you're the one, that you're the Jedi, you know? You would just know that, oh, you like seeing people fight with lightsabers. Like, that's how it is, because in prison, you know that you like music, but you don't know you can take it further, or because you feel like you're in a place where no one believes in you. You don't even feel like everybody knows where you're at in the world. So you feel unsafe and uncomfortable a lot of the times, or whatever. So when I found in-house, someone without in-house, Someone without in-house, you can do your thing, but it's like, do you have that support? You know what I mean? That's, that's some, of someone in the industry, so to speak, you know what I mean? So when me being with in-house is like, okay, I know I'm a Jedi now. I wanna, I wanna, I'm more motivated to go and ride on the other side. That makes sense. Amazing. Yeah, I love the uh, Jedi uh, Luke never <laughs> meeting Yoda. That's really good. That's going in, man. That's great. <laughs> Thank you, okay. thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate you taking. Okay, cool. Out. Okay, thank you. All um, right, mate. Yeah, nice, nice to speak to you. Yeah, really nice to speak to you as well, and uh, look forward to meeting you properly sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah, take, take care. Yeah, cheers, TJ. Uh, stop Bye. killing off my people and sending us to jail. Uh, this is my life on the page. Told me an hour to write still. To find out more about the world's uh, only prison-run record label, go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, uh, inhouserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts. The In-House Podcast is an APA production for In-House Records.